Hi everyone, happy April. You have to know by now that I love good weather. I this month has all the right feels and right on time with dashes of spring. <laughs> so let's chat. Two weeks ago, I missed everyone. I did not get to record an episode. I had COVID-19 and couldn't even speak for a good portion of it. So my amazing guests and I never got to collab, but the incredible thing is that they are still excited to join us in two weeks and I am excited to collab with them. And I'm just so happy that our schedules are going to work. So I feel like once someone gets COVID, we emerge as these gurus of life, philosophical geniuses, because there was so much time to think and nap, <laughs> but think because you're alone. You know what I thought? How extremely tired I was. Seriously, most of the time I was just tired, frustrated that I was tired and then just sleeping. Um, and then also having a reason to not do anything on my growing to-do list that never completes because once you take one thing off, there's always something else to add. Truthfully, it felt so good to ignore my responsibilities. <laughs> no expectations except maintaining and improving my health. Nothing else mattered in that felt so good. And then that's when you start prioritizing what does matter and what doesn't. And of course, so then yes, you get this sense of aha and you start to restructure things. And there's that burrowing question you ask when you close your eyes at night. And we all know what does matter. So I'm not going to go, you know, deep down the rabbit hole, but it did make me miss being able to do even just the simple things that I take pleasure in, like cooking, cleaning, because cleaning, I love I love a Saturday clean, you just sprucing up, um, washing my hair, which is a huge self-care move for me. Beyond taking care of my skin, and I know a lot of my listeners know I am a skincare junkie and I love taking care of my skin, but I love my hair more. And I am one with it. And not being able to cleanse, add moisture and love on it was truly hurting me bad. I treat my hair like a plant, but at the end of the day, I am very, very, very grateful and blessed to have made a full recovery. I am thanking God and all his heavenly angels, my mother's pepper soup, <laughs> and my youngest brother for being my Uber Eats and my medicine delivery guy. He is such a gem, ladies. He's <laughs> such a gem. <laughs> um, and you know what? One of my other friends, she helped me with getting an asthma pump and a Z-Pack. Um, as well of all, and you know what, and I can never overlook anybody that's reached out to me with caring check-in text messages, so seriously. Um, but moving on, I need to take this moment also to say thank you to everyone that has reached out to me regarding my last episode. The outpour of support was overwhelming in such a good way to those of you taking steps to actively heal from trauma I am praying for you. My heart is with you. It's not easy. I hope that you find the peace you need and can release any barrier that's holding you back. 
the road to healing puts you back into a place of grief, which you're not warned about, but you are so brave for doing the work. It's not sunshine and butterflies. There are no rainbows and chirping birds, but I promise you, you will feel that way when you come out through the other end. And if you have not listened to episode seven, I suggest you go back to listen to it. I came out of a very vulnerable safe space and talked about an event that I felt comfortable opening up about, which is very important, uh, feeling comfortable. Something last year me wouldn't have thought of doing or even January 2021 me. So if you haven't gone back, go back and take a nice little listen. I'm just so grateful and so blessed that I have such an amazing support system in place that allowed me to flourish. So pouring into that episode um, wasn't just off of my strength, but the woman that um, rallied behind me, well, no, with me side by side. So in having a continuum of continuum of conversations all last month in March, what rang so heavily for me is that although we may not have CPTSD, so many of us make decisions based on not just one traumatic episode and or unhealthy event, but several. Think of someone, or this could be yourself, that's had a rough upbringing, that has experienced an unfortunate series of events one after the other and I can think of someone but I you know and I wish I could mention the trauma of an old friend of mine and what they went through but even saying it would highlight them because we were so close and it's their story that I don't have permission to tell I mean I can say it without their name but I we were just so close I can't highlight them to explain CPTS, uh, CPTSD according to Wikipedia, is a complex, post, it's complex post-traumatic stress disorder, disorder, and it's a psychological disorder that can develop in response to prolonged, repeated experiences of interpersonal trauma in a context in which the individual has little or no chance of escape. And unfortunately, that happens a lot within families, within a church somebody goes to, within um, the social surrounding the environment um and it's it's hard when you have no work to go and you feel trapped so this may be true for you or someone you love one of the many things that pandemic has highlighted is mental illness is the blocked trauma and shadow work we have ignored or we simply didn't realize um something was buried that needed to be addressed because there has always been the noise the television the social media, the hustle and bustle of life and enough distractions that it's easy to allow things to slip the cracks or turn a blind eye to, and especially because also the lack of awareness of where we stand or where somebody else stands in life and what's really affecting them and how sometimes people are performing like they're normal, but there's just so much in the cracks that you don't see. What's also unfortunate is how we can become so comfortable and, and coochie crunch with holding on to our pain, that it's it, ha- it ends up becoming like this familiar longtime friend that we just don't let go. That's our friend, that's our homie. We knew them from a long time ago. 
And you know what? Some of us may not even have CPTSD, but have lived in unhealthy environments that have affected our decision-making process, which we all know um, that unhealthy environments can form what we believe in or how we choose to to show up. For instance, someone that is <laughs> a commitment phobe may have parents that had a broken relationship as their example of love. That's their only example, their first and first and foremost example of love. Or watch their other family members like a brother, sister, cousin, aunt, uncle, whomever go through a stream of unhealthy relationships, treat partners unfairly or be treated unfairly that it affects the way love is viewed, how parents, how partners are chosen, how to engage with them, whether you, you know, you open up, how to trust them, to let love in. There are just so many things. The transaction is affected. So it doesn't necessarily have to be traumatic episodes. It may also be exposure to unhealthy environments, which can, like I said, alter a person's perception and decisions. You know what I respect about babies? When they no longer want to hold on to something anymore, they just drop it. Imagine that. And I know I have spoken about letting go in the past, but it's going to have a different ring to it today. So follow me here. If you follow me, put your, put your finger in your nose. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, that is so random. Um, if you were able to take a pill that helped you let go of negative thoughts, past trauma, and pains, and still be a strong standing person today, imagine how much you would show up in the world and how much you would feel connected to your true self. Taking steps to let go doesn't just mean the job, the partner, the friends or anyone else in your life that isn't good for you. It's letting go of the low limiting beliefs, the heaviness, the fear that we have allowed to hold us back, that we have allowed to identify who we are and what we do, of people pleasing, worrying, being ourselves up for not being where we think we should be or that our lives don't look identical to someone else that we admire and love or lack of. Letting go of people that hurt us, as in letting go of those feelings of resentment. Because the person may be gone, but the resentment may still be there. Letting go is the ending we need in order to allow for new and better beginnings and possibilities. So of course, several weeks ago, the infamous pattern app asked me whether I am still holding on to anything that's happened early on in life. Now, I think I'm self-aware, right? (laughs) First thing I did was roll my eyes. You know, I have a little attitude sometimes because here we go with the questions that I am too mentally lazy to unravel because as logical as I am, I thought I have nothing I'm dwelling on that's holding me back. Look at all this work I'm doing. I feel fine. Wrong. Weeks later, I'm sitting across from my friend at dinner asking him all of these important questions about love and what he wants. 
uh, that following morning, it hit me like a ton of bricks that I was holding onto past pain and sequence, a sequence of events that was blocking me from fully accepting a certain happiness and change. And if I have to be honest, I mean, I've, I plan to be nothing but that. It, it made me cry. It made me boo-hoo, curl up and cry because in that moment, I realized what I was holding onto. That has done zero good for my heart. And maybe I'll talk about that someday. But all to say we have checked in baggage that we have been carrying around for too long that we need to check out. The battlefield is gone. There's no fight. The enemies aren't around to attack. We can put our weapons down. We're safe. And right now, collectively, so many of us are going through a transformation period. We are doing a lot of internal thinking, emotional shifting, and asking ourselves a lot of important questions that can change the directions of our lives. Although people may look at you and not see the difference because you're still showing up as you, but inside, there's a lot going on in the heart. And the reflection period can absolutely serve as your ally if you are honest with yourself. Honest. Taking the telescope right in there, right inside your heart and mind and focusing on everything that's in the webbed corner. Not the obvious stuff. (laughs) So, yes, everything that we tuck away, that we don't give ourselves time to, to think about. And don't worry, guys, I, I am going through the same exact thing. Um, so I would love for you to challenge yourself in three things. And are you ready? <laughs> in taking steps towards what scares you, taking steps to what makes you nervous and embracing the you that's on the other side of all of this. It's all about who you no longer want to be and who you choose to be. Internally, I know, like I said, we are all going through an incredible metamorphosis. And I love it. It doesn't feel fantastic. I don't always feel fantastic with it. But when you imagine yourself, when we imagine ourselves, of the person that's on the other side of this, of yourself, amazing. The person that stops being led by fear or pain, It's always those twins that keeps us so bound and wrapped up and we just need to let it go. And I know they're like, like the baby, just drop it. (laughs) Just, just drop it. Don't just drop it. And I know there are so many conversations happening. I have an army of friends and the conversation is happening amongst several different groups of friends and then individually in my DMs and text messages. So to keep the conversation going, I am forming a group where we get together once a month to dive into what's going on. The first virtual conversation will be April 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, We're gonna carry into May and then we come back, yeah, carry into May and then we can come back in September And if you are interested, head to my website and there is a link to sign up. And guys, I'm super excited about this for some TSR 
the shadow, sorry, TSW. I don't know where R came from. TSW, the shadow work conversations, because we need them. And I'm having them with so many different people. And if we can just all get in one room and grow with each other, imagine that amazing force of being with each other and doing this. Because we are, we were made to need each other and to be a community. So again, doll faces, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, please don't forget to subscribe. Share this with a friend or 10. And don't forget to rate this episode. And as always, thank you for spending this time with me. Ciao.